0: For full accident management support, including motor replacement, repairs and personal injury compensation claims, just search G4 Claims today.
1: Gus, yes, you, you, you can tell me if I'm wrong, but I, I obviously follow Scottish football and, and watch a lot of English football, but I feel that the FA Cup is almost losing its magic because teams don't
0: care as much anymore. You know, it's, it's, it's not worth it's as much. Yeah, it's a mistake. The, the problem that we got now is that it's, it's so important the Premier League and to stay in the Premier League. Yeah. But the teams that they are around the bottom, there is a moment that they start thinking, okay, if I get in the FA Cup, then I, I'm going to lose the league and, and they make decisions. Look, good point that what you asked me because it happened to me at Sunderland. In my, my year at Sunderland, my first year, uh, I was using the League Cup to keep training. Yep. And we were getting through. But people doesn't remember that my first game in League Cup against Southampton, I changed the team completely against Chelsea. Against Southampton, sorry. But we won. So, nobody remembers the changes. <laughs> yeah. Then, quarter-final, Chelsea at home. Chelsea beat us at home before like 4-0 or 4-1. And, and then I said, oh, 4-3, 4-3. And then I, I, I made a few changes as well because I was thinking, listen, we are bottom, eh? Button of the
1: table.
0: Yeah. I made a few changes. Then we are one nil down. So we, I don't know, second half, I don't know which minute. I said, okay, I'm going to put Fabio Borini and Key, you remember the Korean, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: that they were starting normally. Sure. I put them out, and we equalized in the last minute, in 90 minutes. And because in the League Cup, it was extra time, it was not replay, we went into extra time, and we won it. We Key scored yeah. it. So now you are in the semifinals. Obviously, in semifinals, you play your best team. Yeah. Okay? Now, people forgot about Chelsea and Southampton that I didn't play my best 11. Yeah. I started best 11. But because you went through, well, we we'll go to the final. Three or four games before the final, we lost every game. Three or four games after the final, we lost every game in the league. Okay? Yeah. We still bottom. So when it's coming to the FA Cup, I made the same changes, same changes that I made in the FA Cup. Yeah. Now we lose against Hull. Now they blame me.
1: Aye, exactly.
0: You, you, so, can't, you so, can't win. You can't win. You know. Now I said to them, okay, why did I make those changes? Because I thought the cup helped me a little bit in the beginning. The team was getting better. Then we went to the final. And during the period before and after the final, we were absolutely rubbish in the league.
1: Sure.
0: Again, in the bottom, I say, we cannot do the same in the FA Cup and go down. I said, they took me here. They gave me the job to save Sunderland from relegation. Yeah. That's my job. When I asked the owner, my first meeting, okay, what I need to do? Please, keep us in Premier League. If you keep us in Premier League, you know, League. Yeah. forever. So at that time, I said, listen, I cannot get away from my aim. I'm going to try to do the same thing in the other one. A few changes, decent team. If we get through, fantastic. If no, Saturday we win. And then at the end of the day, we stood up. Miraculous. It was a great escape. But the job was done. You know, why you ask me? Like I said last time, man, a few few people got upset. They said to me, stay up, beat
1: Newcastle.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I stay up, and I beat Newcastle every time I play them. (laughs) (laughs) Then, for a year, you suck me. Fair enough. But what do you ask me? Stay up. On the job. Yeah. You know, I, I think that people forget that. Yeah.
1: You
0: know, uh, I don't know, I can tell you, Chris Hutton Chris last year. Yeah. What was the aim of Brighton? Stay, stay up. up. Yeah. You stay yeah. up. But the second for style of play or whatever. Brighton this year until the last game. It was only three points ahead of Chris Hutton previous year. Yeah.
1: They
0: won the last game because Okay, yes. now, three points, they stay up, yeah. but different approach because a new manager, style of play, yeah. you know. You, you, know you know more than anyone, Gus,
1: about you know, writing, letting managers go, and there doesn't seem to be a, a reasonable but explanation.
0: So yeah. Me, what I would like is to sit down with my next chairman. Okay, what is the end, chairman? Tell everybody, <laughs> this and <laughs> say, this. Tell say it, it publicly, say it publicly, yeah. Okay, that's my job. Gentlemen, you know my job. I need to keep you out and be in your castle. Yeah.
1: Then
0: if I don't be in your castle, I don't stay up, you're going to suck me or oh, I need to go because yes. I like to take responsibility like I done in China that I resigned. When I saw my team that I couldn't, they couldn't play my way after seven months, I think I need to go. I mean, this is embarrassing. It's not me. Yeah. Now, it's not difficult, you
1: know?
0: Yeah. Uh, where I didn't achieve my aim, uh, in Bettys, Yes, I did. I was three months. I, okay. I didn't have the chance because <laughs> yeah. I got sacked before, but sure. I have to say it was not working. The rest? What do you ask me? Yeah. You asked me, in Brighton, you asked me, can you get us up, save us from relegation? Get us up when we go to the Amex. Yeah. Save from relegation, Champions League 1, Amex, we went from 7,000 people to 23,000. Yeah. Then get us to the premiership. Okay, like, like, you know, I'm a magician. Okay, but we finished fourth, we lost in the semi-finals. Okay, my fault. Fair enough. It seems nowadays that there's
1: just so much pressure on managers. You know, if, if it had been like that in the early days, Alex Ferguson
0: would never have got to where he was with Man United. You know, those? No, 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 but the, the main thing is that because nothing is clear, because nowadays I, th- I think the manager can, can get sacked for anything. Sure. You know, when, you know when people said, in the past it was results, and it's true. You win, you stay, you lose, you are out. Then it started with the results and uh, way of playing. Sure. You need to play a certain way. Nobody knows which way, but a certain way. Then it was results, way of playing, relationships. But wait, relationships. Relationship with the players, relationship with the board, relationship with the press, relationship with the referees, relationship with, oh my God. I mean... You're no longer a manager anymore, are you? There's so much more to it. Or you become a robot? Yeah. And, you know, you like... Depending who you are with, you are you got a different chip, a different button. Yeah. Or... But listen, it's life, no? Nowadays. Life, yeah. what you can say, what you cannot say, politically correct, no politically correct. This world, that world. People are telling what we can say, what we cannot say. Uh... If you are honest, oh, no, no, because it says say the truth. What do you mean? I need to be dishonest or I need to say lies? Yeah. Uh, people don't like you saying, I don't know. People prefer people making a, a story but not accepting that they don't know. If you don't know, you don't know. I always say the word no. Yeah. No. If you ask me now, uh, can you give me an opinion in this person? And I think it's dangerous. I would say, you know? No. Yeah. yeah. Now, if you say, oh, you cannot say no. Why, why no? I mean, dictionary, no. And oh, yes, he's there. Why not? Really? No, they prefer me to say, well, maybe you know. what? No. It, but we'll, we'll quickly
1: go back to the end of your playing career, Gus, just before we go into management. Yep. So that's okay. But going from Chelsea to,
0: to Tottenham, what, 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 what were you uh, thinking? Easy decision for me. I know that people doesn't understand because they put themselves in their own situation. Uh, Most of my teammates, and I'm not going to give names, they convinced me to stay in London for my way of living. Then secondly, uh, at that moment in time, Tottenham was not our biggest rivals. Even if they want to make it now. Uh, When I go to a club, the first thing I know is who I need to beat. That's for sure. Sure. Okay? And when I came to Chelsea, our biggest rivals were Man United and Arsenal. Yeah. And it was not derby. Sure. The, when, when I asked, what is the derby of uh, Chelsea? They told me Fulham. <laughs> no way. Well, next door. Yeah. Because Arsenal is Tottenham. And you cannot make Chelsea Tottenham or Chelsea Arsenal. Because the biggest derby in London is Tottenham Arsenal. Bottom line. Sure. I'm telling you, I play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and I know that's a derby. Mm-hmm. Okay. So for us, at Chelsea, I was part of Chelsea during that time that we didn't lose uh, for 20-something games against Tottenham. Yeah. So Tottenham was not in my radar as a rival.
1: Sure.
0: My biggest rivals were no. Man United and Arsenal, that they were winning the league.
1: Yeah.
0: A little bit of friction with Leeds, but that was history. Yeah. Chelsea-Leeds, OK?
1: Not 30, yeah.
0: But Tottenham, no. Tottenham was like West Ham. I'm sorry, the same. Now, after I went there and I saw all the drama, I thought, what happened here? So I was a little bit naive.
1: Yeah.
0: And I accepted to you. I was naive. I didn't have that opinion on Tottenham. Maybe I made a mistake, but I mean, it was a decision. On top of that, like Mourinho said his press conference when he took there, mm. you didn't want me, no? Rangini didn't want me at Chelsea. Yeah. He didn't want me. So why do I need to go now to a place that is better for you when you don't want me?
1: Yeah.
0: But anyway. Uh, did, you, did you get much hassle from the, the Chelsea fans when you went? Well, yeah. I, I think my first game back to Stamford Bridge was a little bit 50-50, you know, yeah. with the people. which That's football fans,
1: day. isn't it? It's football fans.
0: Yeah, but I think, I think they need to be over that. I, think, I explained it many times and I think it's clear. If they think different to that, it's because they were not aiming to win the league. I was aiming to win the league with Chelsea. That yeah. was my rivals, were my United and Arsenal. So if Chelsea's biggest rivals were, at my time, <laughs> supporters, it was Tottenham. There they were looking at uh, sixth position, fifth. Tottenham was never in the top four. So I was aiming higher. <laughs> yeah. then, uh, it's, yeah. it's everyone's opinions. And your, your goal scoring record at Tottenham was fantastic. You got to the league final as uh, uh, well. Ch- Chelsea was spectacular. And Tottenham was not bad. My first year, it was very... Tottenham is clear. My first year, the team was very strong. Big, big personalities. Massive personalities. We're talking about happening? Teddy Sheringham, yeah. Le Ferdinand, Darren Anderton, Stefan Freund, Mauricio Tarico, uh, Tim Sherwood. Uh, characters. You know, I was in the in the lineup, and I was thinking, wow, the position got a problem with us <laughs> we yeah. are tough sure. now the second year people start going the Ferdinand and team Sherwood and we become a mixed team which it wasn't too bad my last year was terrible sure. between a few injuries that I had the team was too young uh, football was not good enough it, it was not enjoyable you know that's why I retired after that you know yeah. during the season I thinking okay this is my last one I'm not enjoying football anymore. Did, would you ever have, do you, do you ever regret not continuing and dropping to a lower level or do you think, you know, finishing? Well, then? Uh, YC, then if Y tried to convince me, he was the manager of me at the time. Right. But I went to see one training session and one game and I thought, oh, no. Not for you? No. No? it would be over my head all the time, i said, no. Uh, get the ball on the deck. Uh, no, not not for me. And The running and the thing, on. no, no. It, it was enough I think 36 it was fair more than fair it, it seems it seems to be a, a reoccurring theme that you've got a good relationship with Dennis Wise and then he was the man that brought you into coaching as well yes I went back to Uruguay I didn't, wa- I didn't want to have any regrets as a family so I went to Uruguay with my family after a year and a half situation in Uruguay it wasn't for me and I met Wise in two uh, centenary um, Diners of Chelsea in London. I came back for this special date, and he said to me, "Do you want to go? And I think mm. you know, like it brought back memories. And then he called me. It was an opportunity at Swindon, and I brought the whole family back to England, which was incredible. So it was good. It was a good experience. It was perfect for me to get into football again. Yeah. And what, what was it like going from you know Swindon then at Leeds United as well, wasn't it? Well, Leeds it was funny at the beginning. Because we were Chelsea. Yeah, exactly. The fans, they were like... Like Chelsea? Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: I remember they were singing like, get the Chelsea out of Leeds. Uh, But uh, we we showed them the the passion that we both have. And it was a strange year. We had administration. The team was bad. Went down. Then we started with minor 15 in League One. Uh, We had a great start. We won like seven in a row. I mean, the relation with the Leeds fans, especially myself, it was... It was spectacular, you know. Uh, until today, people start recognizing the work that we've done. Yeah, it's it's funny you say that because it was get Chelsea out of Leeds, but I feel that you and Dennis are the, the type of players that Leeds fans would love. You know. It's... Yeah, but I, I think that in the beginning it was typical because it was a, as well a, an issue with Ken you know, so everything was involved with Chelsea. Uh, yeah. But they, they, they were they were they are honest. They were honest. I mean, I what I see in Leeds away from home in League One. Yeah. I never seen in another country. Yeah. I mean, we were, the first game of the season. We watch to from and we take like seven, eight thousand people yeah. to Tramere. It's crazy, isn't it? League One. Yeah, it was more Leeds fans than the, the fourth game, I think, or fifth. We play Nottingham Forest. Nottingham Forest Leeds in League One. It's ridiculous, isn't it? Listen, it, if I'm sure, eh? and the whole—I mean—the stadium is packed. Yeah. funny enough and the whole end going out to the right is all leads I mean it's like a Premier League game yeah uh, but then I got a call middle of November from Juan de Ramos to go with him at the Premier League uh, I talked that to Denny it was. Obviously it was a strange decision but you know sometimes things happen in life and I, I had to make a decision to go yeah and you, you won the League Cup there as well didn't you well it's still the last Cup of Tottenham yeah. They don't believe it, but it's true. I told them, when, when we got sacked, I remember <laughs> I said, okay, fair, no, totally deserve eh, the sacking. I'm honest. I told you before, we couldn't win a football game in the second season. So when you deserve to get sacked, you deserve to get sacked and you cannot hide. Sure. Uh, but I told them, okay, let's see when you win the next cup. Still not, not? Let's see when is the next trophy. And they said to me, oh, we're going to go in the Champions League. We're going to go here. Yeah, yeah, but... Went to trophy. No, it,
1: it, it goes back
0: to that thing we were we discussing. That's like supporters want to win trophies. You know, they don't care if they finish sixth or seventh. They want to win trophies. And those, there's, there's I, I know because yeah. I know because that trophy, in especially for, especially for me, was different because I was an assistant. Yeah. So you are not making decisions, but you're helping. It's yeah. against Chelsea, which for me, yeah, a little bit of a tricky game. Uh, we start losing one nil. Drogba. Obviously, you know, Wembley, Uh, but the reaction from the Tottenham fans after that uh, was incredible because they needed a cup, they needed a trophy, and especially against the Chelsea for them. So uh, I think that's well the recognition of something that happened in a very, very short period of time. Do you feel after that point, you know, you'd
1: you'd been an assistant for a a number of teams now. This is my step into my I After home. I left,
0: we left uh second year, early, early time, I think it was October or something like that. 2008, uh, so eh? so would that be right? 2008, yeah. yes. Uh, and I said, uh, okay, now it's my time. Uh, yeah. So I started preparing myself, my staff, I started searching, doing certain research, putting in consideration things from Dennis and from Juan that I like it, the things I don't like it away, putting my aim, and then I went into the summer of 2009 thinking, okay, this is my chance. I thought honestly, again, so you know me, Premiership, I got no chance. a Championship, come on. <laughs> I can that do it. it. <laughs> and then, nothing. <laughs> no one meeting, nothing. And I saw, oh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I need to go down. Sure. And then in November uh, why she called me? and said, look, a friend of mine called me if you would be interested in Brighton. And I'm thinking, let me have a look. Yeah. And I checked, I thinking, oh, 20th from 24.
1: Yeah. Um. First
0: game, first game away at Southampton. <laughs> okay. With Lambert and Fonte and company. And I said, uh, so I called my assistant, Tariko, play with me at Spurs, and we said, we need to start.
1: Yeah.
0: And we started. We went down there. We started training.
1: Yes.
0: And uh, we changed a little bit the history of Brighton as well with the help of Dick Knight who was an ex-chairman and, and especially Tony Bluna then. And you, you touched on that Southampton game that you were thinking, oh, I'm not sure. It was 3-1 win. What's that? It's my birthday. 15th of November. Okay. We're mm-hmm. going there. Again, Southampton, Brighton, League One. It's strange. It's Brighton 20th. Okay. Uh, we start the game uh, and at seven minutes, they I need to make my first change tactically because they are killing us on the right side. They're destroying us. And I'm thinking, oh my God, this is going to be there. But then Glen Murray scored. Ten minutes later, Glen Murray scored and I'm thinking, this is easy, you know, like, this is easy. <clears throat> the second half, they, it was, we were hanging because they scored at the end of the third half and then the second half, Southampton was coming from everywhere. And we were just hanging and hanging and deeper and deeper and deeper. And then making a few changes, we had a break and we scored the third goal. And it was, oh. I said to the players, it was probably one of the best presents I ever had in my birthday. Because to have that first yeah, debut in that manner, it was, it was very special. And from then on, the players got convinced. They, they knew the way that we wanted to do things and, and we got better and better. The second year is extraordinary. Mm. You, you brought in a lot of players, guys. You brought in uh, Scottish players as well, Gordon Greer. Well, Gordon was my first big signing yeah. practically because yeah. we needed a little bit of a change at the back of the way I wanted to play and a character as well, a leader, yeah. uh, which uh, it shows a little bit my way. No, sure. for example, I, I had players that had been in Brighton for a while; they, they probably deserve it to be captains. Yeah, but I had a different mentality or way of what I wanted for a captain. Sure. So we went to watch uh, Gordon a couple of times at Swindon and we decided it was a perfect fit for us. Yeah. Uh, and and if it was, it was, uh, it brought leadership, it brought presence, a way of playing, understanding, uh, commitment, a little bit of craziness as well, which is nice, you know, the good one. So, uh, it was tough for me to explain to the players that he will be my captain. It's yeah. not easy when new player, captain, you know, like, oh, wow. Yeah. But uh, I'm in charge for that and I need to take responsibility for good or for bad. And I think the players, they understood that. They, they knew later on why. Of course. Because he was, he was a, a good leader. And what, what was it like when you,
1: you gained promotion with
0: Brighton then? Was that a remarkable achievement well, as well? You know? the, the problem with Brighton was that the previous year I took the job, they fought for the the relegation. They got saved just. And then they gave me to save them from relegation. And we finished 13th at the end. Okay? But when I got the team, it was 20th. And we were very close. Mm -hmm. And I I won that game, but then I lost at home against Leeds and I lost away at Norwich. Look at the teams in League 1. Big teams, big teams. Norwich, Southampton, Leeds Mm 1. And uh, we started getting better at the end. Uh, So in the second season, they said to me, we need to get up. How is that possible? <laughs> yeah. How are you, you going to go from playing relegation every season to get out? Yeah. So I said, okay, let's try. It. You know, top six, playoff. And then we started the second season very well. And it's a game that we play away from home at Plymouth. That I saw the team playing in a way. I think, oh, this is... They've got this something. This is Yeah, it's a click. And yeah. then next game at home, we score in the last minute. on 92nd minute to go top. I think it's eighth, ninth game of the season. And from then on, to the end. I mean, it was, I never see people not believing in a possibility of playing football in a certain way, only one should be totally convinced that it was possible. Extreme. Yeah. You know when it's two streams? Crazy. People were saying to me, you've got no chance. And then people say, Unbelievable. I mean it <laughs> yeah. is a, a famous song that I cannot reproduce because I had a letter already from the FA in the celebration when we won the league which it says uh, from the from the Brighton fans away uh Peterborough started okay. we play I mean difficult to play better than that uh and the the, the song it goes the no no we are F word yeah we are <laughs> brilliant <laughs> and he's well, I'm brilliant and all the time and, and they keep saying, I'm thinking are they saying what I'm thinking you know <laughs> I asked my first team coach Charlie Owen say yeah yeah they're saying we and then we went Chardon and we went at Chardon away from home zero four imagine the stand brilliant. more than brilliant yeah and that became like a song that kept going brought, yeah. yes because it was difficult to see that change uh and what, you uh, down to? What, what, what do you think? There was a secret. Well, I, 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 th- I think we were very good at recruiting. Okay. The recruitment was excellent. Uh, yeah. Gordon Greer, yeah. a- Ashley Barnes, he's a Burnley now. We bought him from Plymouth for £70,000. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there were plenty. Of and then the the, the, the place that they were at the club, and I can name you a few. I, I don't want you to be unfair with anyone, but you know, the, the Tommy Elphick, the, the Adam Elab. The Alan Navarro at that time, Gary Dicker, Eliot Bennett, uh, Crofty in the beginning, then Croft left. Uh, Glen Murray, then we brought Lualua, Lua and you know. The and you in, did, you, did you bring in Britta as well? Liam. I brought Liam I brought Calderon, Marcos Painter, but the place that they were already at the club, they kind of embrace this new way of playing football for them. Yeah. So we were training. Uh, and, and you can see that they were, I like this, you know, like, and then they will put in the game, and because it will work, obviously, eh, that's the most important. It needs to work in the games. They were coming back to me and say, you know, like, woof, this is good, and yeah. then they start seeing, seeing the reaction of the people, and then they start, for example, it's uh, one sentence from Adam, uh, Adam and Love, a strong center center half. He said to my assistant Tano, for the first time. I'm in the right side, in the good side. Okay. You know, because as a as a defender, he was always in the defending, defending, suffering, yeah. suffering all the time. Yeah. And now we're in the 24. side that... So yeah. that kind of reactions uh, with the team, like I said, the players that were already at Brighton embracing this new way, plus the players that we brought in, Matt Sparrow, you know, we got Chris Wood on Long Down in Burnley. Yeah. We got plenty of players that were coming to help us we got a group of players that they were not 99%, 100% convinced. Yeah. That changed the mentality. Then we needed to buy or or bring very specific players Mm -hmm. because they needed to suit into the way we were playing. But it was really a change of direction completely.
1: And As well as promotion, which was
0: a remarkable achievement in itself, you also got manager of the year. Yeah, well, it was, you know, when you start and you do your best, it feels like it's going to be easier until you get a knockdown But it, it was especially. I, I'm telling you, if, if you talk to the players from Nigeria, they will say to you, "Probably the best day of the year of their life." They they, they probably play a higher level, most of them in the Premier League. Yeah. In terms of understanding, in a group of players, knowing what to do every time, anywhere, you know, I remember going to March, Mars, yeah, in, in, the, in the month of March, and said to me, "Be careful," because normally March the team they yeah. it's when you lose the league or you win the league we lost 18, we won, sorry, we won 18 in a row in the league. That's amazing. But yeah. like, I remember Southampton was coming behind and I would remember probably thinking they finished the game, they were winning as well, eh? yeah. and they would check Brighton, oh, they won. <laughs> it's cycling. Right? It no, cycle. no, yeah. oh, we won, let's check Brighton, oh, they won. It. So, it didn't yeah. matter what they were doing yeah. because we were losing. So, that was the problem for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we wa- We were promotion at home in a crazy game 4-3. Crazy game. And then we went into Walsh to to get the trophy which was uh, an especially as well. No, it was it was a good start for me. It was uh, an understanding that it's possible.
1: Yeah. And you had a great start to the next year as well, didn't you? You started winning. It the next- started very
0: well. We brought in special players. We kept growing. We went into a beautiful stadium with more than 20,000 people. Uh, first game, it was strange, we got a few injuries, I got sent off, but we made a few changes, we won in the 90s something uh, it, w- it was a change in the city. The city was recognizing themselves in a different way. Yeah. And that, that brought people from Brighton to feel more and more close to the, to the club. Second year in the championship, uh, yeah. we, we went up to 30,000. Yeah. We, we filled the corners of the stadium for more people to come. We were beating teams in the, in the Premiership in the FA Cup. You know, the team was growing. It was something coming into it that, obviously, the aim was the Premier League, for sure. Yeah, and I think you played a huge part in that. You know, yourself, the the players you brought in, the new stadium, there was a real hype around the place. Listen, I'm convinced, OK? I know that when you leave a football club, and depending how you live, people try to hide things. But, uh, you know, if you go to Swansea, there is a before and after Roberto Martinez. Yeah, yeah. No doubt. I don't want to put that at that level, but probably, you know, the the team was struggling. They were in a bad way. There were so many problems. Many years playing away from Brighton. The stadium was poor. So many things. And then at the right time, everything's coming together. I I think my relationship with Tony Bloom was exceptional. And that helped. When you have a coach and a chairman working in the same way, understanding life and football the same way, the only result is, is good things. Yes, yeah. happy days. Did you sign the five-year deal, didn't you? Five years. We signed a five-year deal. After the second year, things changed at the club. I was a manager. Uh, people maybe you know thought I needed to be more as a coach than a manager because the teams, the teams, the the, the clubs, they grow up as well. And other people they coming into the club, and it wasn't the same. So things happen, you know, like. Uh, like in life, like with your wife or with your kids, you know, things happen for a reason. <laughs> nothing, nothing to regret. What, what was it, Your final game was against Palace, is that right? Crystal Palace? Yeah, big derby. We went to Palace, first leg of the final and uh, semi-final and we played fantastic and I can't believe we didn't win that game. Sure. So we, maybe it was a little bit of overconfidence surrounding the whole, the whole thing. Sure. Oh, obviously us involved uh, because after the performance of the team during the season, how we were finished the season and how we play a Palace, normally, I don't know, 70-30, 60-40, the outcome was, you know, we were favourites to go through. Of course. But Palace was playing as well and Saha was playing as well. Yeah, it's a And then, uh, they scored a goal and yes. the game opened up and then they scored the second and it was over. And, and, and that, people take it very personal but it's a football game. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We we were massively disappointed, and uh, and the outcome was me leaving the football club in the in the summer later on with a little bit of a farcical situation. But I'll
1: never forget.
0: You know, you, was it the Spain Spain game on telly you were you were working on Spain game? Yes. The... Uh, no, it was a Copa Confederaciones in in Brazil mm. uh, national teams playing. I was in BBC. Yes, we were negotiating to uh, have an agreement nicely. Yeah. But unfortunately, they decided during that problem. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> it was a shock. But it yeah. was good for BBC. Very good for BBC. Yeah. Do
1: you look back on your time there fondly, or do you?
0: Yes, yeah. no doubt, no doubt. Yeah. It's uh, as, as a coach is my best moment. Not the the the, the one that gets the most recognition uh, worldwide, but it was the best time. The best time because the understanding with the players, the way we play, the way we control, the challenge that we had. You know we. You will prepare a game based on yourself, but also based a little bit on what the opposition can do. And the opposition, they were changing completely against us. Sure. So the team needed to resolve the problems, the players themselves most of the time, depending on what the opposition was proposing. For yes. example, no? we were playing a game at home against the top of the table. And the top of the table was winning for fun. And then you will start playing and they will drop. <laughs> And the players will look at me saying, what happened here? I said, play. Yeah. So we, we needed to train the team to find themselves uh, solutions for any problem. Sure. And they were, they were doing it themselves. It was probably the only team I was watching the game, not all the time, but most of the time, sit, sit down with my assistant watching the game. Yeah. Because the players will do the job. You can trust when them. In other, in, other game, in other teams, I needed to be in the touchline telling people what to do. Yeah, So it was, it, was, it was the best. Yeah, no doubt. That's why it's so special for me. And you've still got a great relationship with the supporters, yeah? Well, I think the supporters, they know me. They know how much I gave them. And how, you know what? There is one sentence which I like. I think it's, it's true. People maybe forget what you say. People maybe forget what you did. Yeah? But they will never forget how you made them feel.
1: That's great. Okay? Yeah,
0: it's true. And the supporters that they were in the pitch, like I said to you, away at Peterborough, away at Charlton.
1: 18 yeah? games in a row. Uh, you know. Away
0: at... Yes. Yeah. That's a feeling. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I know that because we're going to come later if my battery is all right. Um, Sunderland, yeah. we lost the final against Man City. Okay? The League Cup final.
1: Yeah.
0: And a couple of years back, I met a fan uh, at the underground in London. And the guy said to me, Oh, guys, I'm a Sandler fan. So, oh, how are you? Bro? He said, You made me feel the best I ever feel in my life at Wembley with Sandler. And my reaction was, We lost. He said, Yeah, but how I felt at halftime when we were winning 1 nil I never felt in my life. And that goes back to my, the sentence, It's you not know what you did you know what I'm saying it's is how he, they feel A half time the Sunderland fans they were in Dreamland we were yeah. at the bottom of the table and we were beating Man City at Wembley yeah. so the feeling is difficult to reproduce uh, and that's why I think it's the, the Brighton fans will always have something there special and probably because they don't know the whole truth of yeah. how we finish. as yes, you said uh, you said earlier on when you first got into management you thought I want to be
1: in the Premier League and nothing yeah. came. Sunderland's
0: a step up again, you know, it's straight into the Premier Sunderland. League. Sunderland's a step up. It was a difficult challenge. I have to say many, many friends of mine said to me, don't, don't yeah. do it, don't take it. Why? Yeah. One point from seven games.
1: Sure.
0: They say, you got no chance, you need to change the whole team. It's, it's October, it's not January that you can bring five players. Yeah. But to get in the premiership, you need to just a challenge and you need to take a risk. Mm-hmm. And uh, we really believe in what we, we do. And we went there and with the, with the players and with the timing and with the cup, the momentum. And yes. we done it, which it was, I mean, I, I cannot say, uh, probably I was happier when I won the league one title than when I got safe with Sunderland. Happier. But relief. 100% the Sandana one. Yeah. I mean, my last day, remember, it's six games to go, Sandana, we're bottom, seven points from Salvation. Seven. Yeah. We see him to go. Yeah. And we need to go, Man City away, Champions, that year, Chelsea away, then we go Cardiff at home, Man United away, and then we go, uh, West Brom and Swansea. And we go to Man City and we drew. We say, okay, a point. It was out, yeah. still six points. Then we go to Chelsea and we win. Then we come in Cardiff, I knew we win. That one, I knew we would win. Yeah.
1: Then
0: we went to Man United. We didn't, didn't win a Man United for 48 years or something like that. And we beat Man United, Man United. Yeah? yeah. And then the most nervous I've been in my life is against West Rome at home. <laughs> because now I need to win to stay safe. Yeah. So I say, Drew Man City away, drew uh, beat Chelsea away, beat Man United away. If I don't win this one, I kill myself because, you know, it should be mm-hmm. common sense. So when that game finished, I was like, you know, like, okay, leave me alone. I remember because the chairman came to see me, uh, uh, Mr. Eli Short, and he wants to talk for Nancy, I said, Chairman, you know what? I'm sorry. Leave me alone. Yeah, not I, want, no. I want to go home, spend 10 days away from life. Yeah. and when I come back we sit down and we talk whatever you like but I need to get away from here I lost five years of my life it yeah. was very 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 difficult but it was a good decision I understood yeah. how important football for the Sunderland people yeah. and for that you need to live there like I, I was living at Sunderland City Centre and did you how, how is your comparison from the, the northeast to London well, it was it was difficult Yes, it was. Uh, the weather was terrible, <laughs> terrible. <laughs> yes. every day. Uh, the passion was spectacular, um, the repercussions of being a coach, manager of a Premiership team is amazing. Yes, it's worldwide. Okay, uh, when when I when I done one of those games, important games that we won against a top team, I will get emails, texts, WhatsApps. From everywhere in the world. And I can say to you, I got a friend in Japan who done the coaching with me. I got a well-known person in, in Australia, obviously Argentina, Uruguay, Spain. From everywhere in the world, you will get someone who watched the game and is yes. sending you a contra- congratulations. Only the Premier League. Yeah, yeah it's amazing. It's unbelievable. Yeah. It's worldwide. They watch the Premier League ever and you are only one of 20 managers. So yep. the repercussions are... Tremendous. Tremendo.
1: Since, since Sunderland, guess you, you, you've been all over the
0: world. You've been to Greece, Spain, Yes, I, I, want, to get, I want to get out yeah. to come back to see something different. Yeah. My idea was to go to Greece, back to England. And because we've done very well in Greece, they took me to Spain. Yeah. China was uh, connections and blah, blah, blah in the middle. And then I lost the momentum in England and the call in Bordeaux was a special Bordeaux. is a massive team in France. Huge. And uh, I've done very well. I would like to go back to, to France because I, I love the way of... Uh, I, I was able to affect the team in, in France.
1: Sure.
0: But again, I came back to England. I said, OK, I want to get back in England. And it's been difficult. It's been difficult. You know, you get out of uh, what we call the, the circle. Yeah. You know, the same managers changing teams. And to get back is like... Uh, it's been a little more difficult than I expected. But yeah. and I, I don't lose my, my mind. I'm just waiting. Would would you ever come to Scotland, Chris? I seen previously that I had that. I had a I had a very very small but very fair and honest approach from Ibernia last year, yeah. when uh, Clark went to the national team. Yeah. Uh, so
1: it
0: called, was not yeah. the right time. Kilmarnock, eh? Kilmanok. Sorry, Kilmarnock, yeah. uh, uh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. We were very honest, very polite. Uh, just because of. Uh, Connections uh, through a player sure. that they just asked me if I was being there. But at that precise time, I was negotiating with the team. Uh, you know, you know when you think, okay, I'm the next manager of this team?
1: Yeah.
0: It's Not me. We, we just get in details.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, and then one day they disappear and you go, what
1: happened? What
0: happened? So at that time, when I talked to Kilmarnock, I said to them, Really, from the bottom of my heart, thank you very much. I, I, I would love to have an experience in Scotland, but right now I'm in the middle of something that
1: it's is going to happen. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And it, it didn't happen, and it was embarrassing <laughs> okay. because you, you understand what I mean. Because yeah. probably they would say, "Hello, what was that big important yeah. thing?"
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, I cannot tell you, but it was it was it was tough. It was. I, I, Maybe it's my way of understanding. When you start negotiating and you get to a point, you're thinking, okay, this little detail is going to be me. Yeah. But something happened in the middle. I don't know why. Boom. They went with another manager. And there, there was rumors, Gus, that you were linked with Rangers before. Was there any truth in that? No. Rangers? Uh, directly, no. Uh, of course, it was, I, I think it's a great challenge what uh, Steven Gerrard took. Mm. You know, yeah. I think that, that those kind of challenge I really like. You know, to, For example, simple. Just stop Celtic from winning the 10th title. It would be amazing for me. It would be fantastic. I hope that... I'm not going against Celtic. I'm just saying I hope that, you know, someone can take that challenge and done it because someday it will finish. I suppose. Before the 10th or no, it will depend on both. Celtic and Rangers. Uh, But I think it's always special. Look, from my time at Brighton with Gordon Greer. Yeah and um, speaking to the other players, we said once, we were four or five players with the staff, we wanted to go to a Celtic Ranger, Ranger Celtic, together, okay. to fill it. Did you go no. no? No. You know, when you split.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: And one day we had the booking, I had the tickets in my hands, yeah. uh, in my hands, sorry, in my computer. Uh I, I, I got sixty five tickets for a Boca Junior River play. Oh amazing. And we were, and we were flying the whole stuff. Yeah. But we couldn't fly. But I had the tickets.
1: Yeah.
0: And we were starting booking the flights. Uh and then something happened like always. It was a it was a weekend, I don't remember which weekend it was, that we were able to fly and come back. And at the end we couldn't do it. But it was it was close. So yeah. I'm still waiting for that chance to go to see the, the Darwin squad. Of course. What
1: do
0: you think Steven Gerrard will do it this year? Well, I think that uh, with any doubt, it's getting better. The team yeah. is getting better, so you're getting closer. I think uh, I would try to help him here. <laughs> Steve, if you are listening to me, I think to get better you need uh, always a little bit of better players and especially losing Morelos, uh, you need a big player in there. I yeah. think in, the, you know, it has to be a little bit of a, an effort and a help from, from the club, from the board, for Steven to have better possibilities of stopping the Celtic to win the the seventh, 10th, the sorry, the 10th championship in a
1: What's
0: the future for Gustavo Coyette? I hope to get back in England. Yeah. There have been a few things, nothing serious, I hope. But because I've got any stuff with me, I need to open to the world. You know, I cannot make it. I can wait, luckily. But my staff needs to work, so we're looking for it. there is a few things that they go around, but nothing for sure. And it's been delayed because of obvious reasons coronavirus. But uh, I hope that we're gonna start the season with a team, please. I, I need think to it's work. Tough.
1: okay. Any, any secrets as to who they may be?
0: No, no, it's, it's not because there is no direct negotiations, but uh, you know, there is approaches and things depending on clubs and managers moving because you know, to be honest. For the football, you need a manager to leave for you to get in or you need a club to get up for you to get in or something like that. Yeah. So I'm, I'm waiting on those movements. And if they happen, fair enough. Look, I'm going to tell you a funny story for you to know. Sure. It was a famous, there is a famous coach in Mexico who said it. They call him Mohamed, Turco Mohamed.
1: Okay.
0: One, one day he said one thing on TV that I had a similar situation. You know, when they call you from a team, middle season, and say, okay, would you like to come in here? Blah, blah, blah. blah. And you start saying, yeah. Boy. And you start talking to them. Okay, if we lose on Saturday, we go ahead. Yeah. And then they don't lose for 10 games, you know, like, <laughs> and you don't get the job. Well, that, that happened to him. He said it one time in TV. And I was listening to him and he said, oh, that happened to me with a team in Mexico as well. Yeah. It's funny, they said to me, yeah, we are not happy. Blah, blah. I said, OK, listen, if they have the depending on Saturday, call me on Sunday night or you know, call me after. And then they won. And then they keep waiting <laughs> and drawing re- re- and re- 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 drawing. Re- <laughs> I didn't go. That's so it happens. It happens sometimes. Mm-hmm. Final question, Gus. Who's the, who's the best player you've played with and who's the best player you've managed? Best player i play with is Jafranco Zola, with any doubt. Easy. Uh, best player i manage. managed. Uh, I'm going to pick one when I was a coach. It was Luka Modric. Brilliant player at Tottenham, Luka Modric was so special. He understands the game like not many players in the world. And I, and I said it when I left Tottenham, so now it's Real Madrid. He was player of, of the year a few seasons ago, so
1: uh,
0: it was really, really special player. The balance, the way he understands the game is outstanding. Sure. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. All the best for uh, up in there. I hope the weather is not bad. Ah, it's not bad. Well, it's Scotland, so it's raining as always, but it's not too bad. Thanks to everyone
1: who has watched this episode of the DW podcast with Gus Poirier. If you've not done so, please like and subscribe. Huge thanks to Gus for his time. Uh, Much appreciated. Cheers.